0: Hello, how are you doing? I hope you're doing amazing. Thank you for clicking play to listen to this bonus episode. Um actually, I just wanted to come in here and rant and also to talk to you cuz you know, I find relief whenever I am beginning to feel overwhelmed to talk about, you know, some of the things that I am really going through. And this one, I just wanted to share with you my struggles as a content creator in Nigeria. I am sharing this because a lot of people, you know, some of my online community when they see my content or or, you know, well put out and all that. They think that it's so seamless, and they always tell me, "Oh, you make it look so easy. You make it look so easy." And I appreciate that. I appreciate all of that, you know. But I also wanted to do this to share with you some things that happens behind the scenes, because a lot happens behind the scenes that you don't know or I don't get to share. So, first of all, let me just start by telling you where I'm recording this. So, I traveled home to see my parents for a while, and I am, in case you any background noise? just know it's just one of those behind the scenes that we don't normally talk about so i traveled home to see my parents right to you know spend some time with them and all that so i forgot my microphone By the way, what I use in recording my, my podcast is a lapel microphone, like a lapel mic. And I know that you might be surprised because a lot of people think I use so much sophisticated equipment. And currently, I am recording at the back of the sofa in our sitting room because I couldn't find anywhere else to record that had no noise. This is um 5.30 a.m. Um, by the way, I woke up by 4.20 a.m. Because I record my podcast around this time because during the day, you know, the Nigerian thing, I don't, I don't know, like Nigerian are so noisy. (laughs) Permit me to say that. So I wake up by this time to record and the house behind us, there is electricity, but their generator is still on. And on top of that, they're playing music. It took me like 30 good minutes to figure out where I could stay. So here, I am at the back of the sofa. I have my pillows here and I am recording. And a little backstory on how I went into content creation. Actually, when I went into the uni, I wanted to be a pharmacist, right? You know, one of those internalized things that you think you wanted to be. That one is a long story. It's a a story for another day. So, but I, I somehow, somehow ended up, you know, doing content creation. And I love this thing that I do. Like, I love it. One thing I love about creating content is I love to create. I love to do new things. I love the flexibility and the versatility that comes with, you know, creating content, doing something for yourself, something that you could say that, oh God, you created, I love it. I love it. But then it comes with a lot of struggles. Number one, the struggle, one of the struggles that I face is identity and explaining what you do to people and your parents plus your uncles, you know, so you're asked, so what do you, what do you want to do with your life? Especially now that I finished my NYSE and all that. And you're like, I want to do content creation full time. And they don't believe you. (laughs) they're like okay so what is your proper job so you always have to keep on explaining which can get tiring and discouraging sometimes you you understand right and the thing about this content creation right over there in countries like the u.s um permit me to use the word um first world countries these things are valued like as a content creator you paid your worth and all that but here in africa it is still upcoming some people still do not understand this so you also yes, i feel like for every content creator that you see doing well not even I feel every content creator that you see doing well now went through that phase where they fought with their parents because like they're they're trying to find a foothold of their identity so that one is normal like that one is number one struggle another thing that I struggle with is the, the Nigerian or let me say the African factor a lot of things are still new to us for instance you know this podcast I have to keep on explaining to people what a podcast is some people the thing is Nigerians most Nigerians are mostly like very enthusiastic about entertainment stuffs, you know, gossip and all that. I know that in as much as when you create your content, the right audience will come to you and all that. But you still have to explain a lot of things. You know that some people do not know what YouTube is. Some people do not like still watch YouTube channels. So these add some of the things. And for instance, I also I am also a natural hair blogger and a YouTuber as well. So most times when people are like see me wearing my hair in Afro or in a high puff, and they're like, oh my God, I love your natural hair. So how, how do I learn? And you're like, you send them a link to a YouTube video watch this video on how to do this to get you started they won't watch it some people would prefer you to like spoon feed them do you understand which is so frustrating other know that i just can't this one makes me cry like this one makes me cry is data being expensive Yo, internet connection is so expensive. I did a rough estimate of how much I spend on data monthly, and I realized that I spend up to twenty thousand naira on data. And if I'm not mistaken, twenty thousand naira is should be around um twenty dollars or twenty five dollars on that or all that on data. Now there was a certain video I uploaded to YouTube. Um, the video was fifty four minutes. That was like it's a lifestyle video. And do you know how much I spent on? Data on that video $5,000. Like at a sitting, I spent $5,000 to upload that video on YouTube. Now, you talk about how you subscribe your phone, like you, you buy new data and you subscribe, and within three days, what am I saying, three days? Two days, your data has finished. And it's not like you're using the data to binge or on YouTube videos or all that. You just, your data is just on. You're just chatting on WhatsApp. Like, and WhatsApp saps so much internet connection. Like, that one makes me cry, you know? Like, it makes me, like, honestly cry a lot. Like, data is so expensive. Like, any content creator that you see or you know, please, tap, give them a pat on the shoulder. They are spending so much. Like, and in most times, we don't... Get, you know, let's let me say at the beginning, you don't always get back what you put in, you get in terms of your monetary investments and all that. Like, data is so expensive, and now the money almost all the money I make. It goes into my content. I invest them into my content. You know, when you talk about um, you buying data, data is like a huge, huge that. When you talk about upgrading your equipment, because the more I grow, the the better I'd love to become, and all that. You have to talk about buying a new equipment. You know, upgrading your ring light and all that. Trust me, I'm not mounting pressure on myself to do all those things when I can't. But um, I like you'd hardly see me buying. Um, the way you know the way people treat themselves with like buying nice clothes for themselves that's the way i treat myself with like upgrading my equipment and all that for my content creation and it it genuinely makes me happy but then sometimes i refuse to think about the kind of frustration that comes with it like putting all your money into that and there's also this problem of people disregarding what you do like people looking down on you when you're like so what do you do you're like you say you're like a content creator and they're like what's that and after you try you go through the whole hassle of explaining to them you know there's this attitude they give you and, you know, makes you feel like you're doing. Like, do you know how many times I've, like, asked? <laughs> I've asked myself if I am really doing, like, the right thing. I have never thought of giving up because I love this thing. I am passionate about it. But at so many times, I have broken down. I have felt bad. I remember one day, like, totally, completely breaking down and crying. And my friends, like, three of my friends, we are there. Not like I have a large circle, though three of my friends were there and they were just encouraging me and all that like i've just had a lot of like emotional breakdown and then you now talk about electricity power hey jesus (laughs) let me gist you so there was this particular time i was filming a video content for my youtube channel so that video content was how to use bentonite clay mask on 4c natural hair so my dear I was filming it. I'd already filmed how to make the bentonite clay. It was now at the point for me to apply the bentonite clay on my hair and, you know, film it. So immediately I wanted to apply it. There was power outage. Like, the electricity, poof, like, it went out. I was trying to be so positive. I was calming down. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to allow this to, like, get the best of me. I'm just going to calm down, guys. For the next eight hours, the light did not come back. Nepal did bring back the light. And I cried, like... That day, I cried because... I, I don't know. Like it's just so annoying when you are in the vibe to make and create content, especially for videos. You're all vibed up, you're ready, and then you pick up your camera in the middle of you doing it. Never takes light or there is power outage, and you can't even say okay. Now the alternate source of electricity for most Nigerians is to use generator, right? To use um generator. But the thing about this generator is generators are noisy. So even if you put your generator on, you still cannot record. Another alternative is to buy an inverter right and install an inverter which is really cool because where i stay currently i'm still planning to move out so buying an inverter is not like really feasible for me whenever they take the light it's always so frustrating i remember also waking up at night because i film my videos at night do you know why because there is always background noise i don't know there's always the thing about most people shouting i'm like can't you just walk quietly what must you shout You know, so I I film my videos at night. By that time, everywhere is quiet and there is no much noise. And it seems as if it's at night that there is always electricity. So yeah, I always wake up to film at night. So there was this night I was particularly I was filming and I'd filmed the first video. I plan to film three videos because I mostly batch create so that I don't burn myself creating creating content in real time. After filming the first video, I was filming the second video. There was power outage. Yo, I sat down at that point and I was like trying to be positive, they're going to get the light in the next one hour, they didn't. And I got tired, because you know, it was getting um, like morning, it was getting to morning. So what I did, I wiped off my makeup immediately after I finished wiping off my makeup the next 30 to 45 minutes. The power came back and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to allow this to steal my joy. So yeah, there's also that power outage factor that is so frustrating. And then there's also this issue of, you know, seeking or... uh, for support from your, you know, audience or, you know, like tipping. So if you haven't heard of something, a platform like Patreon or Shukran, Patreon or Shukran are platforms created where you can support your favorite content creators by tipping them any amount to um, support them in their content creation journey. And in exchange, you get like extra content, you know, maybe exclusive behind the scenes and all that. So there was this discussion I was having with a friend in a Telegram group for, you know, podcasters. And we are talking about this whole tip. Of something, and someone some people said that they find that tipping has begging, and I totally understand because here in here in Nigeria. People don't really value content creation. It let's even start from brands. You know they don't really value it. Or when you you go outside and you maybe you're taking a picture, content people be looking at you like, why is she or why is he so vain and all that. So when you're allowed, like asking your audience that you can tip or drop, like I feel like it takes an extra courage and a mindset shift to understand that you're not begging people. Like let me, how do I put it? Like you're not begging, as per you're a beggar. You're just soliciting for the support of your listeners or your viewers. As the case may be. So there's also that factor where some Nigerians think that you know you asking someone to you know tip your on, on Shukran to support you in your content creation journey or become a patron of your podcast or your YouTube channel or whatever the case may be, is you begging. So you also have to like struggle with that. At a point I struggle with that, but thank God for Queen Rafi that made me understand that it is not actually begging that you put in a lot of work in your content so you can always solicit for help from your you know from from your listeners, they enjoy your content for free. You you always dishing out content at so many costs so if you ask them for support and they support it's not you begging and all that so there's that struggle with content creators trying to find balance around not feeling like they're begging do you understand and then you explaining to people that you're not actually begging and then people see that you're begging like oh it's just a lusher like (laughs) another thing i struggle with is some brand mentality here in nigeria so let me explain So most international brands, when they want to work with you, they're like, send me your media kit. Your media kit will like give them a glimpse into your analytics so that they know what their return of investment would be working on you. And when they look at your analytics, they check your engagement and your community, the level of your community. So most international brands pay you to work with them based on your analytics. Are you? Is your audience engaging? But here in Nigeria, they look at your numbers. So let's say that I have, because currently I have up to 2,000, plus followers on my Instagram and let's say that someone that has up to 20,000 followers on Instagram we both send out our media kits to a company uh, for in my own situation a beauty company because I'm a beauty and lifestyle blogger plus, plus podcaster now what the Nigerian brand will look at will be our numbers and not necessarily most of them will look at your numbers not necessarily your analytics not knowing that I could have do you know I always say this that it's better for me to have a small following and a very engaged online community that we flow we can relate on so many levels. They trust me and all that. and to have thousands of followers, but I'm not getting like like my analytics are poor, like there is no engagement. So when these brands look, they look at your numbers, not knowing that tomorrow, for instance, I can go and buy 20,000 followers just to impress you as a brand. And when you reach out to work with me, you and, oh, she has a lot, lots of followers. And then when I create content for you, you would never get any sales. Or when I do an influencer marketing for you, you would never get any sales. Why? because i don't have engagement i don't have real community i've not built a real community and that's the 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 thing about most influencers most people just put influencers in their bio without knowing that a real influencer is one that has a community around your content a community that trusts you and that you are also very sincere and honest with them not that you accept every partnership deal just to get the money and then you recommend whack products to them because man they're going to discover people are not fools you know so then you have to deal with that nigerian brand factor okay then <sighs> i i i was reading an article that's why sometimes i don't really like reading articles online where they're like you know where you go to google and you ask google how can i um grow my podcast for instance because some of the solutions there are not always relatable to some of the factors that we face here in nigeria when it comes to content creation right okay for instance i was read an article on how to make money from your podcast and they talked about affiliate marketing and they also talked about um, um let me just focus on affiliate marketing so the thing about affiliate marketing is most big brands quote unquote here in nigeria do not do affiliate marketing ish stuff like i have a lot i know a lot of brands i love their products but i go to their website to try to find out oh do they have an affiliate marketing stuff so that when i recommend these products to people i can also get a percentage right but then they don't have it they don't. They don't. Which is very, very annoying. Most of them don't have it. You know, even Jumia and Konga, for instance, no, 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 like no hard feelings, y'all. I tried to sign up for the affiliate marketing program at a point. It wasn't really like feasible. It wasn't something that. I don't know how to put it. It wasn't something as strong as other affiliate marketing stuff that I see there. It's only like Amazon that you can say that, you know, has affiliate marketing and it extends here to Nigeria. But the thing again about affiliate marketing on Amazon is you might not really make much money here in Nigeria when you're working as an affiliate marketer for um, Amazon. Why? Because most Nigerians do not other things from Amazon. Like 90% of Nigerians living in Nigeria do not other things from Amazon because you realize that sometimes what you want to order, the shipping fee is more Than what you want to order. Like I remember when I was checking the price of microphones. The shipping fee for the microphone was bigger than the actual microphone phone itself like it was so it was so annoying and then let's say you now go to somewhere like Jumia because I buy I shop on Jumia a lot I like Jumia I shop on them website a lot I use the mobile app so you go there and I saw that actually the microphone is times two of the original price on Amazon I was like okay really nice so then you have to deal with that so some of the stuff that you read online on how to make money as a content creator are written by most people in most countries where, you know, content creation and content creators are valued, quote unquote. So you want to apply them here. You see that they're not really um, applicable in most cases. And then the last thing, one of the last struggles that I remember now that I normally have is when you face background noise background noise like you just be recording a trailer passing will just honk even if you're living in an estate for instance or you know a very like an estate because most people think like estates are always quiet yeah there are some estates that are always quiet but there is always that noise there is always that that you know children that will play and i won't blame the children because that children i mean they play i played so much growing up but then it can be so annoying so why am i sharing this my struggles because when i want to rant and get it out of my chest i'm tired of talking about it randomly you know to my friends and all that i wanted. To give you a glimpse of what I go through, and I know that any content, if you're a content creator listening to this, you can relate to this on so many levels, you know. But and I also wanted to share this if you're listening to me and you're planning to venture into content creation, that these are the things that you should like have in mind that you might likely face. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not gonna paint words to you. Um, that you know, oh, when you become a content creator, it's so easy within within six months, you start cashing out and all that. Yeah, some people cash out really quick, but I'm just telling you my struggles these are my personal struggles here in nigeria you know <laughs> and you know if you're just if you're starting out as a, an upcoming content creator i want you to know that first of all you have to start you you want to go into this because you have the passion don't start because of the money like you watch maybe your favorite youtuber here in nigeria you know they've gotten to this point where they're really now comfortable and making money full-time as a content creator and be like oh my god i want to blow like that and then you start creating content and expect that in two months or or in three months' time, you you blew. <laughs> it's not always like that. I'm here to pinch you back to reality. Sometimes it's quite a lot. And then I also want you to understand that this is a marathon, not a sprint content creation journey like every other thing in life it's a marathon not a sprint don't think that you know you have to run and speed off and then you make it sometimes you walk in this journey sometimes you crawl sometimes you run the main thing is just that you are in motion even when you're crawling you are also in motion okay so it's a marathon and not a sprint and i also want you to challenge yourself to grow okay always challenge yourself to grow the day that you stop learning the day that you stop educating yourself is the day that you start moving backwards, you start being like counterproductive for lack of words. Okay, so please always challenge yourself to grow. Um, Follow people on social media that do what you do, that you learn so much from. Most times on some days that I I, I do not like feel like creating, I already have ideas of things that I want to do, but I'm just not in the mood. But just watching someone's video in the same niche as I am doing, you know, like watching the content they created, I am just charged up. So yeah, always challenge yourself to grow and then follow people that inspire you, people that you gain much from. I know us here in Nigeria, we are always like tuned towards entertainment, gossip and all that. But if you really want to grow in this content creation journey, especially in your niche, you also have to follow people that would inspire you directly or indirectly, especially on social media. Remember that on social media, what you take in is also what you will give out over time. Okay, because our mind has a way of unconsciously registering these things. So yeah, another thing again that most content creators do that you should never do is to hoard information especially from your fellow content creators. I know that yes you should come to this point where you find a balance between um sharing info and also monetizing your content but let me explain for instance you posted a video and someone is like oh my god this content is so beautiful what app did you use to do the video i mean it would literally cost you nothing to share what app you used to do this okay and if the person is like okay the app how did you now do it in the app you can now tell the person oh you can go to youtube and watch a video it explains it more if you genuinely do not have the strength to start to explain i've, I've experienced it and it's not nice at all where a fellow content creator is like looking looking up to you, they love your content, they love the execution of your content, and they just want to know. Or maybe they, they ask you, how do you stay motivated? And you just give like one fake, unrealistic answer. It doesn't make any sense. The sky is big enough for everybody. And the funny thing about life is that information you're holding from someone, tomorrow, you might need that person because we are all different people. And what you don't know, I might know. And tomorrow, you might need that information that I know from me. And some people are different. Some people will not answer you because you didn't answer them at first remember that karma doesn't forget address and we most times think that karma comes for people that do big things like oh if you take someone's husband or if you take someone's wife or if you kill somebody but karma also comes in the little things so yeah just do not hoard information is not worth it like it's not worth it and just try to find a balance where you monetize some of the things that you've learned and also not like not hoarding okay it, it doesn't make sense Our thing again is embrace and focus on your journey focus on your journey do not compare and don't envy some days will be rough. Some days will be like I, feel, I always keep on saying this that if you if you really like passionate about content creation or as a creative, it also comes with a lot of a lot of emotional topsy turvies. On some days you feel so good about yourself about your content, and some days you're like mm, I'm not you're not feeling it. But you have to come to a point where you don't allow your feelings dictate your execution, dictate your discipline, and your feelings make you procrastinate. You have to get past that point. Okay, so embrace and focus on your journey. I know that comparison is something that steals into us once in a while, but you have to also be vigilant because your mind is a fertile ground. And once you allow that comparison to start growing, you will never be happy. You will start to slack on the execution of your content. I'm just telling you from experience, like comparison is is a stela of joy. Do not compare yourself to others. Know that we all have unique journeys in life, okay? Do not buy followers or lie about your metrics. Don't don't do it. Don't try it. Like, don't buy followers or lie about your metrics. Please instead focus on the values you have to offer. Do not equate the value of your your content to the numbers or the number of people that are viewing or watching or listening. Please always understand that You're doing this because you love it and you the right people at the right time, gradually the right audience that is meant for you will come for you. Do not lie about your metrics when a brand reaches out to you or say that you have this type of reach when you don't. Your integrity is also in place. And let me tell you one thing about brands. Brands are friends to other brands. Do you understand? For instance, if you lie to this brand that you have, let's say, 20,000 worth of engagement and you tell the other brand that you have 30,000 worth of engagement, these two other brands, the owners might be friends and they might just be talking one thing about It and they mention it. Your integrity is dead. Like, don't think it's no trial, no reason I'm at all. Please do not lie about you know your metrics and all that. It's not worth it. Okay, and keep going. Okay, keep going and know that God shows up in the little things, too. I feel like we are always waiting for that big endorsement for that big partnership, for that big deal, and all that. That we also forget that God also shows up in the upcoming brand, for instance, that reaches out to you to help you create content for them. God shows up. Also, in someone listening to your podcast and writing a review for you, like someone coming to tell you, Oh God, I enjoyed that podcast episodes as opposed to a brand reaching out to you to sponsor an episode of your podcast. Okay. I'm telling you from experience, please stop only looking for uh, how to blow. Or for instance, um your blowing coming only from a brand reaching out to you and you know sponsoring you for thousands of dollars and all that. Also know that God shows up in the little things, in, in like in the very minute little things. That guest that you reach out to, to be on your podcast, accepting people encouraging you, people dropping a tip for as low as one fifteen naira or one dollar. That is God showing up and encouraging you. And then finally keep creating. Don't stop, okay? Keep creating, keep creating. Remember you're doing this because you love it, and good things sometimes take time you know just dedicate yourself to this and trust me there is no how you'll be doing something over and over again and improving on yourself that one day you'll not get your big break there is no how like it will come but are you willing to be consistent are you willing to put in the work another thing again is while you're trying to be consistent and create all the time please create what you love i know that most times we're always like listen to what your audience loves and create for them but while you're listening make sure that you're also creating what your audience loves and you also find joy in creating that thing because sometimes you're always chasing numbers and what people would react to we go and create content that people would love but we're not finding fulfillment from it okay so that's just basically it, you know you you should also definitely listen to episode 27, which was like the recent episode. In that episode, our anonymous feature for Stories Around the World shared how he spent seven years in the university studying a course. Because the guardians, you know, the grandparents were ready to study that course. You know, the parents, like, it's so crazy, y'all. Like, <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing, you know. I feel lighter like after sharing this with you and if you listen to this point you're the real MVP thank you so much at least I know that you at least now know some of the behind the scenes some of the things that I struggle with creating content here in Nigeria especially as a full-time content creator it's not easy but it to me is so totally worth it I know that in few years time like I am going to be making a lot of passive income from all these things that I'm doing and as I grow I also multiply my streams of income from just what I love doing I've never seen anybody that kept doing what he or she Loved doing, you know, consistently and at the, and you know, got disappointed. Always came true for them, so yeah, that's just basically it. If you'd love to support, or if you'd love to be a patron of my podcast or of my content, or if you'd love to drop a tip, you can do that on Shukran. Okay, Shukran is a platform that has been created for you to support your favorite content creators by tipping them any amount of your choice. You can tip even up to like $100, $1 and upwards. All you have to do is to click the link in the description box. The link to my Shukran account will be there. If you'd love to support monthly, you can become a patron of the podcast to get exclusive content, you know, and also can support on Anchor Support. Everything would be in the description box. Thank you so much for listening to this point. I hope you can relate to this. Please let me know how this episode made you feel. This is a bonus episode, quite different from the normal episodes. I just wanted to talk to you. You can drop a voice message for me. All you have to do is, there's a link in the description box. Click on it. It will prompt you to where you would drop a voice message. Like, talk. Tell me how this made you feel. Did you relate to it? Were you encouraged by it? Just talk. It will be featured in the subsequent episodes. that is in episode 28 of this podcast thank you so much for listening i love you so much and take care of yourself bye